Check, check, check. We are back on the No Extra Sauce podcast. I am Joey H. Um, It's been a while since I've talked to you guys, uh, but I had some special uh, podcast ideas that I wanted to do, and this is one of them. Um, I am back home. I'm in Woodmere Village for the holidays. Um, it's been a great past couple weeks, you know, the stuff with Columbus Underground being named one of the number four or the number four um, artists or band musician in Columbus for 2022. Um, Brown Liquor hitting 50,000 uh, streams on Spotify, continuing to stay in the Mellow Bars playlist. And uh, also I got a grant from Franklinton Arts District as well. And uh, just overall, a great year um, as I get ready for the deluxe. However, this is not about me today. I have a special guest, um, somebody who inspires me creatively, somebody who, since I was probably seven or eight years old, maybe like nine or ten, I don't know, has been like my wingman, my dog, my wrestling buddy, my brother, David Hobart. I feel like we don't necessarily need an introduction because I talk about you so much as somebody who is like just a special, iconic person to me. However, I'm going to let you speak your piece. And and uh, just David Hobart, the star, the young legend, young goat, as I call you. How are you, brother? Who? How am I? Well, lots of games of Monopoly and yes. Wii Sports today, so mm-hmm. my arm is a little tired. Mm-hmm. Lots of competition, but I've had lots of fun while being home. Um, but other than that, you know, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm in a great place. Yes. Um, where I feel things are moving forward for me. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, life life is on the come up, I will say. I love that. Um, David has... Uh, locks right now and I'm trying to get mine like his I actually got one side of my locks uh, braided up and the other side (laughs) had just came out Um, but we are here in the holidays and it is like 11 p.m. the day before Christmas Eve and we probably we've been we've been drinking all day okay I'm glad that's (laughs) preference (laughs) we we've been drinking uh, a lot all day um, but before we even start, we got these little Jim Beam, uh, Kentucky straight bourbon whiskey shooters that Shout are in the fridge. Dad, Shout out to dad. We couldn't drink the, uh, other, um, liquor that's in there. That is for him. Um, and it is reserved for him. Um, and, uh, yeah, so we're not going to, we're not going to dig too much into the You can't cabinet. take all your parents' liquor. We can't. We can't. So we're going to take these shooters before we even start. It's brown we, liquor. It is brown liquor. Shout out to the, Shout to out the song. See, that's what, that's what I'm talking about. You know how to give these plugs. Boom. So, 
Um, we gonna take this little shot. We gonna cue the intro music. No extra sauce podcast. Joey H with the special guest David Hobart, young goat, young legend. Let's go. I don't need no extra sauce on my wings. Got enough for my play. Ain't got enough time to waste. So, how are you? You back from New York mm-hmm. for the holidays? Yes. How's everything been? First off, you got to talk a little bit closer. Put the mic over. Boom. That's, yeah. That's better. How you doing? Good. So, back from New York. Lots of teaching mm-hmm. these past few months. Lots of auditioning. Mm-hmm. Teaching. But, you know, we're doing it doing it is there any audition well i don't know that's probably i can't you probably can't say what you auditioning for right nah i i that's fine we'll we'll keep it off the air (laughs) (laughs) how is how has been uh how has it been teaching um students as like I've been teaching students, I've been teaching middle school students, we go back and forth and we talk about uh, the different things that we go through as far as being, you know, musicians, entertainers, and uh, being able to use our gifts to help the younger generation and uh, everything. So can you uh, talk to us about about that? Teaching. Teaching. Teaching the little students, the little, the little yamins. I will say... So, I've had a little break from doing theater recently. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Lion King was the ba- last big, big project that mm-hmm. I did. Um, I went on to do an episode of The Good Fight yes. um, on CBS. So, that was pretty cool. Um, you can check that out on Paramount Plus because mm-hmm. it's there. Um, but even while filming good fight i was still teaching Mm -hmm. um and one thing that i found with teaching is just how much students and how kids will in um can bring out the best of you in a way Mm -hmm. um one of my favorite experiences teaching has had to come this past uh, maybe a few weeks ago So I'm teaching this class called Pop Hits Chorus Mm -hmm. where I'm basically going in and we're recording songs for, um, I believe, their third and fourth graders. Mm -hmm. Wow. Um, So I have like five students. There's one student who didn't want to be in the class, Mm -hmm. but because school, Mm -hmm. he was put into that class. Yeah. so the first few weeks of teaching this class, he didn't really want to participate. Mm-hmm. He would sit off to the side. Um, and then I want to say it was two weeks ago. He was sitting. Um, he came into class and was like, hey, Mr. David, I want a solo. <laughs> what? So I'm like. Stop. I looked at and all the other kids are also shocked because. We know this student um, 
he'd rather not participate. Mm-hmm. So having him participate that day for me, it brought, I, I was full of emotions that day because it was like, you know, I'm sitting up here trying to validate this student. Mm-hmm. This may not be what he wanted to do, but how can we make this situation the best for this student? Mm-hmm. Pop his chorus wasn't his first pick. Yeah. But I need to make sure that everyone in that class has experienced something. Mm-hmm. So um, it, that was a challenge for me. But seeing him come around and say, come in eager and say, I want a solo. That's crazy. You're like, whoa. So like that doesn't happen often. It doesn't. And I will say this. He is the only boy in the class all the rest are females um and being a male in doing theater you've experienced this too doing choir and singing and stuff not many males step up to do that yeah especially at that at what third and fourth grade yeah they're they're still very naive yeah because i didn't even do i didn't really do theater until what high school yeah middle school high school yeah. i mean you did choir in middle I did school choir um but like theater and stuff i mean i did it when i was like younger and you know doing all the kelly's kids and ragtime and even the church where both of us <laughs> hey hold mm-hmm. on real quick this is this is mr solo man at hey. church <laughs> Oh, uh, but yeah. So yeah, at, at that young age, because uh, we could go, we could get off topic real. That's quick. a whole. That's a whole podcast. Yeah, church is a whole podcast. Church and just the way that it elevates you to different avenues of entertainment and stuff. But uh, so you saying like for third and fourth grades, for, especially for this student being uh, a man or a, a boy, but soon to be a man Mm -hmm. um and just like your impact um with with him and and just going through the process and stuff like how was how has that been and how does that make you feel like as far as like inspiration and being able to i i imagine that like you you just said like he at the beginning this wasn't where he started and then you know, being around and being around this, he's like, "Oh, I want to, I want to get a solo," like. And I know who you are. I know what you do. I know the type of person you are, and I know that like, the inspiration could kind of just be like, oh, "I see, Mister David, like, <clears throat> let me get this solo real quick." Like, how does how does that you know, make you feel, and and like. Just, I don't know. Talk about like that impact. It that to me. I remember leaving and walking. Unfortunately, in New York, you have to take a lot of public public transit, and for me, that train is about a twenty minute walk from the school. Damn. So on that walk home. You get to you get a chance to just evaluate, and you're heading out of your twenties soonish. 
Wait, wait, wait. Now, I'm still in the <laughs> middle of my 20s. Relax. <laughs> Relax. Okay, okay. But I feel like the 20s are your, your time of figuring things out. Yeah. And for me in that moment. 20s and 30s. Cause I'm, but go ahead. I, don't age yourself. Uh, <laughs> but for me in that moment, it was. You don't know how much your impact is. The littlest thing could be the impact. Mm-hmm. The littlest tip can tip the iceberg over whatever yeah. metaphor you want to use. And I was walking that 20 minutes for me. I will be completely honest. I was so struck of like, how is it that this kid wanted to do a solo? Mm-hmm. After not wanting to participate at all, mm-hmm. so I'm going back thinking about the inter uh, the interactions I had with the other students. Like, how was it? What did I do? But to me now, mm-hmm. going forward, moving forward, I don't want to keep dwelling on that. I want to keep making a space where students feel. Like they are able to express themselves no matter what age. In this pop hits chorus class that I'm teaching, I didn't. I I started as a substitute, mm-hmm. and I went in teaching a dance combo mm-hmm. from Mamma Mia, <laughs> from a show I did a few years ago. And what's so funny about it? All those kids. M- the kids were like, you are, cr- th- this choreography is cringy. You are cringy. And I was like, oh, man, I don't want to That's what back. they were saying? D- man. These kids, I mean, kids can be ruthless. Don't get me wrong. Man. This year, I have, <laughs> whew. Man, I, I still have, like, the pictures of these students, like, uh, Wedgwood Middle School, um, the 6th and 7th graders, like, telling me. I don't know. I probably got to blank that out, but whatever. Um, them telling me, like, oh, man, you're not cool. Like, I was, like, trying to give them a fist bump. as just like, you know, it's, we just coming out of 2020. This 2021. Excuse me, last year. And um, I'm like, yeah, let me give you a, a knuckle bump or whatever. I'm saying knuckle bump, dap, whatever. And uh, they're like, no, nah, we don't do that. It's 2021. I'm like, what y'all doing 2021? And they're like, we social distance. I'm like, no. all right, man. Like, That's lame. All right. But no, it was just like, they, just the different things that, I'm just like, that's normal. Like, that's normal things. But it's, they, they are definitely ruthless. So for them to call you cringe is hilarious because I definitely would have seen you do some stuff. And, it, and call it cringe because I done seen y'all. You done see me do stuff I've around seen, the house growing up. I've seen, <laughs> I've seen David and his friends, and they all theater kids. And anybody who know theater kids, you know they extra. And I say that as somebody who was doing theater when I was in high school. I wasn't doing it at your level, so I won't say yeah. I was a theater kid. But. <laughs> Y'all break out into dance numbers, sing numbers in the middle of Walmart, and it'd be like, like, Bro, what are you doing? why y'all doing this? <laughs> but 
So for them to say that that's cringy is hilarious. Um, no, but to see where those kids started and grown, mm-hmm. it forced me to want to come back to that school every every. I only see the kids once a week. Just Mo- once. Once a week, Monday. It's an after school program. Mm-hmm. Um. So I see that sc- I, I teach multiple after school programs, during school programs. Um but for that particular program it's after school, so I only see them on Mondays. And as the weeks progressed, it forced me to want more out of them. Mm-hmm. And it also Dang. in return forced me to pull more out of myself mm-hmm. for them. Mm-hmm. So they at the beginning of the semester, I was told that hey, we can't do a final performance. Other schools that I have taught at, we all have had a final performance. Yeah. Something the kids can aim towards something. to to say, hey, we did something for these months while we were in school, you know. So that was my f- main thing that I was like arguing, not arguing, but like. Talking with my boss, talk yeah. my boss talking to their boss, um, to say, hey, how can these kids get something final? So the end product that we're gonna do is we we sent a, we spent the re- the semester recording songs. So we did "Let It Be" by the Beatles, "As It Was" by Harry Styles, and then "What Makes You Beautiful" by One Direction. Mm-hmm. All songs that they chose. Yeah, I said, hey. What are songs that you know? Y'all like. One of the girls said, my favorite band is the Beatles. Now, when you see, when you hear that, like, music can be timeless, Mm -hmm. hearing a, please forgive me, I don't know, I think she's fourth grade. Yeah. There's two. Yeah. I got a combination. But third or fourth grader, hearing Mm -hmm. that the Beatles Knowing Michael Jackson, mm-hmm. I've gone into other schools and said, oh, we're going to um, let's play Thriller mm-hmm. around Halloween. And they're like, who's Michael Jackson? <laughs> yeah. But to have a student know that mm-hmm. and then like Harry Styles and they were like, oh, Harry Styles was in One Direction. Can we do a One Direction song? Yeah. So it was it was really cool to to see how these kids work. Mm-hmm. They also like continue to they lead the class. Yeah. That's special. And I'm I and I'm there to assist. Mm-hmm. Um but it's also it, there were days I would bring in sheet music and say, "Hey guys, I'm going to Focus on setting up. Is it possible you guys can figure out your parts for this? Who wants to sing where? Oh, and my star student will stand up. Ah, I got it. Don't worry. We got it. <laughs> Give me the paper. A star student in fourth, third and fourth grade. Third and fourth grade. And because I was trying to have some star students in se- sixth and seventh grade, and they was like, respectfully <laughs> and i could say it they're like yo fuck this dude bro like yo who who is you i remember this one kid uh like the first week that i went into the middle school and i was just like you know telling them and like you know i make music and blah 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 first day they thought i was famous and that 
quickly wrote that quickly like wore off. Like they was like, all right, this is no longer uh, Joey H, somebody who's an artist coming into our school. This is Mr. Joe, and he's lame, and he wears hoodies and jeans, and like, yes. and we see his Honda Civic. Like that was how they like thought of me and stuff. And when at one point they were, uh, I want to say they were like. Do you know anybody famous? And so I'm sitting up here like, ah, do I know anybody famous? And this little little dude was like, you know MGK? And I was like, I mean, actually, I'm glad you said him because I actually do. And he goes, man, that's Cap. And the whole class started cracking up. And I was just like, man, I lost these dudes. Like, or dudes and, and, and girls and, you know, other um identifying uh, genders and stuff, but, like, because they're on to that early, too. Like... Yes. Like, I, I learned what uh, pansexual was from... Student. From a student, and I also learned... It's a couple other things I learned, and I, I've been drinking, so I don't want to say it on here and mess it up, and then I sound misinformed. So, I'm going to stay away from it. But I learned a lot from, from them and to say like they are leaders they are the next generation they are the people who are going to um change change us uh change our world and um i've always been somebody to say like when people ask me like yeah what do you want to do and i'm like i want to be somebody who changes somebody else who eventually goes on to change the world so to hear like them just taking over and being like lead like students is 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 great. And it's something empowering about that. When you empower someone else. Mm-hmm. I, I I'm a huge advocate for mental health. Yes. And um Hey, 2022 was a rough year for moi. Fucking terrible. Crazy. Started living the dream. Yeah. Things changed. Um, And you have to roll with the punches. Yeah. But when people empower you, you feel empowered to empower other people. Mm-hmm. So, I, re- I remember being in school and having teachers who would shun me off because I was too much of a theater kid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're laughing because you know who I, I'm talking yeah, about. I know. I, yeah. But or <laughs> um or if it was a class mm-hmm. where I didn't know that subject enough or my comprehension skills weren't to the degree that it needed to be. Mm-hmm. Teachers would, mm, they'll be just that student. Yeah. For me now, and like, shout out to all the teachers who are working from 6 a.m. to 5, 6, 7 o'clock at night. You are the real heroes. I see these kids for maybe like two, three hours of the day. And then I get to get three. Man, I'm in there for one period, and, like, I was like, nah, bruh, nah. I was there Monday through Thursday, and it was the last period of the day of each, like, school day or whatever. 
and Thursday coming, I'm like, I'm ready to go. I'm gone, bro. <laughs> I'm gone. They like, where are you going after? It were like the people who were involved in my friends and stuff. Where are you about to go? The bar. B- the bar. <laughs> <laughs> the bar. That's where I'm going. Uh, I am gonna go get me a couple stiff beverages to, uh, and so like now, at to echo the sentiments of just like teachers and stuff like that is an important job is such an important um just to think about like to go back to say like some of the teachers and I know that you have some because we probably have some of the same ones, ones. um but like for example somebody that we both know in theater in performance but like Miss Sunny being both of our theater teachers but like I had her in like I want to say sixth or seventh grade for speech and like I remember just her challenging like challenging me and just being like she knows she knew Ben yeah I'm pretty sure she knew Michael and so she was just like you are and it was like I didn't understand it then but like I get it now but she was like you can't be Michael and Ben's little brother and be average like oh. I'm challenging you I'm pushing you like so when you come in here and you about to give me this whack speech in front of the class I'm gonna be like you a Hobart so <laughs> <laughs> like, like I, I expect different from you and now how you think I felt being I, the last bro I don't know I hey man I don't know how you <laughs> we have football coaches thinking I was supposed to be on the football team. Baseball coaches. Thing. Now, mm. my, I let the audience know, <laughs> I got hit by a baseball maybe in fourth or fifth grade, and my eye looked like I had a golf ball inside of my eyeball. They, man. It was pretty gruesome. And that was the last time I played sports. I think I ran track in middle school. But Probably. you can't get hurt in track. I mean, you, you can, can get hurt, but you can't yeah. get a, a black eye. <laughs> Unless you fall. But, I mean. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I wish, man, I, I wish uh, people could have saw or just, like, be witness to David getting hit by this baseball. I, okay. I don't want people to see, be witness to that because that was terrible. It was tragic. But uh, I, looking back, it's probably really funny now. They, he just didn't move. He didn't move out of the way. Um, this is somebody – me and David are three years apart in age, and he was – this is probably – on that team, this is probably like my last year of playing and your first year of playing at this level. At the big like, – At the like the – the big league. The big leagues of... Of rec. Of recreation, As maybe Saint, like... St. Henry's, yeah. Yeah. And this is, like, the dude who was pitching. I'm not going to say his name. He is, like, my, like, nemesis. He's my rival. He is... If, was. It, yeah, was. Like, it was... If he's... If people say he's the best, I'm like, no, I'm the best in the league. And vice versa, blah, blah, blah. We're cool to this day. And nothing, but he throws hard, and he was throwing to David, and David didn't move, and this ball came straight at his head. And actually, he moved a little bit. He moved his head towards the ball instead of moving out of the way, and the ball hit him in his eye. 
So, for the viewers, <laughs> let me tell my side of the story. So, I was, I'm not going to downgrade myself here. I don't want to say I'm not the brightest star in the sky, but you know your talents. You know what's your ministry. <laughs> Baseball was not my ministry. Baseball was not your ministry. Sports was not your ministry. Not at all. So, like, I got up to bat. And I'm just, I'm like thinking I'm about to be like Barry Bonds about to hit a home run or whatever. And I blink. Now, <laughs> I didn't know that this man was going to pitch this fast. <laughs> and this ball was going, by the time I opened my eyes, I didn't have a time to open my eyes because I blinked to prepare. <laughs> and, bruh, my eye, <laughs> next thing I remember, I'm like over Ma is running from one side of the field because this is a two-side baseball field. Yeah, she's running from one side of the field over. It was crazy. I'm but ready. I was ready to beat the dude up. Um, yeah, I blinked. Yeah, but anyways, he was not an athlete at all. Uh, I was an athlete. My Michael, our older brother. Was an athlete. Ben was an athlete. David was not. But you did go on to just like. I can't hit you with a mean RKO though. <laughs> I could spear you. Um, but when it comes to me needing to hit a ball, I, no. No. Me to shoot a ball, bruh, I'm struggling. Yeah. But you do other things great. You know your ministry, as you say. You know your you ministry. Know your I'm ministry. picking up. Hey. But, it, like, and, and it brings me to, like, the next point of just where you've headed as far as acting, theater, entertaining, um, and and just, like, being the person that you are as far as just, like, outside of acting or the profession or whatever is like you being somebody who is a bright spot to people's lives you are a bright spot to a room you know i always talk about you know being light uh being the light bulb being somebody who sparks you know ideas creation inspiration and to people you embody that and it brings me or, you know, hey, man, hey, take another swig of that little, oh, that, that Jim B, man. Mm. Somebody get sentimental real quick. Ah, oh, that stuff is not good. Mm. But there, and, it, and it's kind of weird because, like, it goes to the point of you never know where your life is going to take you. Ma has told us or told me, Oh, you should teach. You should be a substitute teacher. And I was like, nah, I ain't trying to do that. I'm trying to rap. You know, you know, like, just, I'm like, I'm trying to rap. I'm trying to make music. My way of teaching is going to be through teaching people through music, blah, blah, blah. And it wasn't until, like, going to make a song for some kids or a high school class making a song, and then from there they were like, yo, we want you to come and teach and be the facilitator for this program. And to go to just say, like, how 
you never know where life is going to take you, especially with our gifts of entertainment, theater, music, and whatnot. I will also say, Dad has been saying this forever, mm-hmm. ever, because having a, a ex- I got um, a bunch of gems that I'm going to drop here. News reporter, term mayor, mm. like you couldn't do anything around mm. Woodmere and mm. not think you were going to get away with it. Mm. Because he, what would he say? You never know who's watching. Mm. And here you are thinking that you were just going to go teach this song or whatever. Mm-hmm. That happened to me. For here we are going into January. Um, s- s- about to go into January. January, I have five schools lined up. Damn. As far as programs that I'll be facilitating, I believe out of those five, three of them are schools that I taught this past year mm-hmm. that said. We need David back. That compliment to me makes me feel like you're doing something right. Like, right. You're like, and this pop hits, I, I hate to keep going back to this pop hits class oh. because these kids are just, to me, they they brought so much back to me mm-hmm. that I need it. Yeah. Um. But the class before break, I was like, one of the kids came up to me and was like, hey, are you teaching in the spring? Mm-hmm. I was like, well, I don't know that don't schedule know. yet. <laughs> I said, mm, my name Bennett. I ain't in it. That's a bit <laughs> my pay grade, bro. I can't help you out there. But, I mean, if they going to pay me, I'll be there. Hey. Um, And then I look over and the girl goes, well, because these two want to join the class. Mm-hmm. And there's two students who come over to our, my, my little table. Yeah. And and I'm like, I look over and I'm like, wait, do y'all want to do this? I look at the kids. And that's the thing. I feel like some people are afraid to look at kids as people. Yeah. I don't know. Give them the decency. Especially, I mean, maybe these kids got the decency because they shown me mm-hmm. that they can do it or whatever. But I looked at them and I was like, do y'all want me to come back? And they were like, yeah, if you come back, we'll do this class again. And it was six. And they're like, yeah, we could easily get 10 people in this class now, which is four more students. Yeah. But the fact that they want me back, Mm -hmm. other schools want me back, makes you feel like you're doing something right. Yeah. And it's like pouring into those students, as much as I'm pouring into them, man, there are days I feel like I leave drained, but I wake up the next morning like, can't wait to be back. I can't wait to go back to these kids because this choreography that I just performed in my living room, it may not be Broadway choreography, <laughs> but these kids about to look raw doing it. Yeah. And I can't wait to see them shine. Mm-hmm. And, like, I think those are the moments you ask teachers. Or I don't know I, if I asked you this. 
what moment do you feel truly makes you feel like you did your job as a teacher? As a teacher? Um, I think, like, recently or just this whole past school year, like, my whole thing with them is, like, you go into the classroom and I'm thinking that I'm going to facilitate art. I think I'm going to be there for them when they're talking about music and dancing and and singing and visual visual arts and spoken word and everything but like I'll go in there and I'll look around the class and they were like I'm like yo Jessica why is everybody what's going on you seem down and and Sean you're over there and you, you seem like a like a little off what's going on and then you just like take a just a glance at the whole class and everybody is off and you're like what's going on how can we have to talk about this and to help and so a lot of it wasn't really about me being a teacher um it went from me being a teacher or a musician to being a teacher to being I'm playing big brother now I'm paying I'm paying I like that I'm here to listen I'm here to help I'm here to take you out of class and and be like, all right, what's going on? What's going on at home? I know you can't tell your other teachers. I know you don't want to tell the guidance counselor, but you'll tell me. me. You'll build the trust. So how can I help you? And, like, one thing that, like, really stuck out to me this past year is there was one student. I think I told you all about him, but, uh, like, he didn't make the basketball team. He was salty crying and everything like that and I remember just saying to him like we went to the office and he's crying in front like the cl school just let out so it was a whole bunch of kids walking around he is full of tears and like he goes to the office there's more kids in there there's like seeing him cry so they're starting to look like yo why he crying yo like either trying to be concerned or make jokes and so I see him and I'm like, we got to take him to this back room. Obviously, you know, we learn, you know, you don't want people to see you cry, blah, 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 for better or for worse. But I took him in the back. I'm like, look, man, like in these moments right now, this is where you need to have the most belief in yourself. Like you need to have belief in yourself doing during this time even more than when you get the success or if you make the team. Because, like, this is where – this is the that, that breaking point, you know. And so when we talked about it there and in the office, and at the time I'm thinking, like, I'm just trying to get him to stop crying. Yeah. And, like, even the lady in the office, she's like, you know, Michael Jordan didn't make the team. And I was like, yeah, yeah, that's Michael Jordan. Like, that's Michael Jordan. Everybody's not Michael Jordan. And so but I was... These students aren't going... And this it is maybe no diss is. to them. They're not going to be the Michael Jordan. They are going to be that student. That student, yeah. So I'm like, mm, you know, that's cool. We can talk about Michael Jordan, but whatever. I'm talking about you. This is believe in yourself. If you learn anything, if you, if you take anything from what I'm saying to you right now is to believe in yourself. And 
I remember afterwards, like, you know, he stopped crying, he left, blah, blah, blah. And they had our program, We Amplify Wave, or We Amplify Voices Wave. Um, they asked him during our videos, like, why do you enjoy Wave? And he was like, there was a time when uh, I was real down on myself and Mr. Joe told me to believe in myself. And I was like, come on, man. This shit means something to me, man. <laughs> but it was like, it was like that stuff has been much more than the whole teaching something. And I've been telling people this recently and... Who knows where this podcast will go, who will hear, whatever. But when I heard that student say, I want that solo, or when you see that student who wasn't getting a step, finally get that step one time, Mm -hmm. or when you finally see that student get to that point where they, they accomplished something so tiny mm-hmm. i would say that feeling for me is better than seeing my name scroll down a screen yeah. a final bow yeah. on a stage because for me it's empowering I f- and not to get very religious here i'm very religious i love the lord mm-hmm. but I feel like God empowers me mm-hmm. to empower other people. Yeah. I know most of my prayer of 2021, there's a song by um, Elevation Church and Maverick City called Jaira. You, uh, no, not Jaira. Build Your Church. Mm-hmm. Send that to me so I can put it in. Yes. <laughs> Build Your Church. Sorry. Too much um, Jim Bean. Lord, forgive <laughs> no, I me. Had to, I had to this was Joseph's fault. <laughs> we Remember this. After this, we're going to get some more, and then we're going to finish. Um, But I remember there was a time where I, I didn't know what my future was looking like. Mm-hmm. I didn't know what my situation, where I was going to go from this situation. Mm-hmm. But I literally said, my prayer was God use me mm-hmm. to build your kingdom. Yeah. And that's something I say on a daily is just like God use me to you to bring more people to your kingdom. Cuz I feel like that's more of the prophecy of spreading love, spreading Christianity. That's whole different topic. We'll we'll shut that <laughs> off. We go to um Y'all know where to find me. But um, with that being said, I live my life by that. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, no matter what you are dealing with right now, finding a way to, and, and I know with mental health and things, it can be challenging. I have those challenges. But what I will say is like, when you are able to say, you know what, this is not about this particular time and space is not about me. It's about mm-hmm. someone else. Yeah. You take yourself out of it and you're able to give more to the people around you. That's one thing I love about living in New York mm-hmm. is like it's so fast paced. But when you do have those those 
intimate moments with someone. And it may be even when I go get groceries the, um, some days and I'll say, hey, have a blessed day. Yeah. And the looks that you will get from someone when you hear someone say, hear shit all the time. have a blessed day. And they're like, wait, thank you. <laughs> what? <laughs> blessed day. OK, you're not about to cuss me out for not getting your groceries fast enough. Mm-hmm. No, it's like, you know, have a blessed day. Yeah. So living with that, it's not always about me. Yeah. It's these kids and I feel like everything I'm I'm truly believe everything happens for a reason. Mm-hmm. So you're in these moments. Every moment that you're dealing with, it happens for a reason. So find the reason why it's happening. Yeah. So I'm teaching now. Yeah. Who knew that I was gonna be teaching? Mm-hmm. Who knew David Hobart was gonna be able <laughs> to have authority over some kids? But mm. I did. <laughs> but uh But I mean I, I'm a jokester, so mm. I didn't I don't always think people would think I was able to do that. Yeah. But it gave me a strength to do that and now it's something I feel empowered to say, you know, hey kids, I appreciate y'all thinking I may be something. But for these next hour and a half, two hours that I see you, it's not about me. It's about making sure that this hour and a half that you guys are experiencing experiencing with me is the best hour and a half that you can have. Because also, you don't know where they're, they're going home. Yeah. You don't know the after. Mm-hmm. You know the now. Yeah. So for me with these kids, it's like I want to make sure that no matter what I'm going through, there are days I walk into class and I'm like, I don't know how I'm gonna pay this bill. I don't know <laughs> how rent gonna get paid this month. Yeah. Um, ramen noodles again tonight, but whatever. Um, I still get a chance to go in there and be like, that. This is my reason why I'm doing it. Mm-hmm. Is to empower the next generation. Yeah. Hey, Amen. And it's 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 beautiful, um, to see and 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 I love it and I'm very proud of you. We gonna take a break, and then we gonna get back to some more stuff. But we gonna get this drink first. <laughs> and we <laughs> we're back. Uh, we took, um. The second shooter of this uh, Jim Beam, and uh, and I thought it was my leftover shooter and Pepsi, and was like, "It's no. Why did you just give me a whole can of Pepsi, and took what I thought was a mixed drink, <laughs> and it was a straight. I'm drinking my straight. Congratulations. Do you want a cookie? I gotta be up in six weeks. Ah, damn, you sound like that. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so we are back and. Um, I was saving this part for now. So, Uh-oh. we are in our living room. This is Woodmere Village. I'm not going to disclose the actual location. That would be very irresponsible of me. But we are in the living room of a house that we grew up in. And I don't know if you remember, but... 
there is a conversation that we had, I want to say, either at the end of, when did you graduate? 2018? High school or? College. 2019. 2019. This is probably, and you moved to New York in? I graduated May 2019th, moved May 30th of 2019. Yes. I was in, I had a June 1st move in. Yes. This is before, this is either before you moved to New York or you came back and you were in here. Um, we had a conversation. This is like a late conversation. We had several beverages. We sat in here. And Y'all know where it come from now. It's just not me. Everybody. We all like our, our beverages. beverages. Creative beverages. Mom partake particularly is water at the moment. <laughs> but, but we had a conversation in here, and it's interesting that, like, you brought it up because, or you brought up the saying that, you know, dad and mom taught us going up as far as you don't know who's watching you or you never know who's really watching you and stuff like that. And we had a conversation here, 2019, in this same exact couch, and we were talking about your goals and what you wanted to do. And I remember saying, just continue to be a star and do what you want to do and blah, blah, blah. It was a very heartfelt conversation. And you told me, you said you had a goal or vision. And again, it's weird. It's crazy. We talking about school. We talking about how life takes us in different directions, all that. We had this conversation and you said you don't know how much of an impact that you have on me. That's what you said to me. And you said when not if, you said when I open up a school, I want to dedicate a whole hallway for the music department or something dedicate like the Joey H wing. Because it's going to happen. Oh, I'm I'm still saving to this (laughs) to this day. I'm going to have a school one day and I want to have a performing arts school. I don't know where it's going to be. Um, if anyone wants to help sponsor this goal, um, absolutely hit me up because I think arts is one thing that is the first to get nixed. Mm-hmm. Now, you had sports. Now, Yos, when we if we talking about Orange High School in 20, you graduated 2012. Yeah. Right. So around 2012, man, y'all was getting new turf right right around then yeah new turf yeah new uniforms blah new blah, uniforms. blah blah Shut blah 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 my god my god got the un- new uniforms and <laughs> what did like as a performer on the stage your body is crucial yeah you walked that you walked the stage before it was um, renovated. Yeah. But, like, you know, for arts is one thing that always goes first. 
Mm-hmm. And that's something goes away first, goes away first. Yes. In schools. But for me, being a teacher, being out there in the field, you see how m- these kids may not be. I may not be looking at these kids saying, oh, you're going to be the next Broadway performer. You're n- about to be the next mm-hmm. new actor. Yeah. But. No, you're creative. Mm-hmm. You just need to find some. We got to find some way to make these creative juices flow. Yeah. And shutting that off completely. I think puts people in these points where they're they're not satisfied. You you know you're trying to get somewhere, but you don't feel like you can do it. Mm-hmm. Especially access, like in the musical theater world, I will say for POCs going to some of these colleges, bruh, yeah, a struggle, yeah. And I, I'm not trying to diss myself again. I'm not trying to say I'm not the brightest star in the sky. I know my ministry. And some things just ain't it for me. Mm-hmm. Um, School sometimes was just the biggest struggle. Like, I remember piano for me in college yeah. was I had operations, bro. I told people this is operation pass piano because yeah. if I don't pass piano, I ain't going to graduate. Um, and that's artistic too. Mm-hmm. But for me, my fingers don't move as fast as yeah. <laughs> the notes need to be played. So for me, that was a challenge. But when you try and find ways for that student to still succeed honestly my teaching path right now is everything that teachers told me i wasn't good at or didn't help me as a student mm-hmm. i want to better that st- the student in front of me yeah take what they did what was made what they did that was great continue to use that but yeah I, and in that moment when we had that conversation, because again, you talked about piano, you talked about the weeks, weeks slash months leading up to graduating. And I remember there was like two or three phone calls that we had prior to the senior recital. Oh, I was, uh, I was going to drop out? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that was real. And <laughs> it it was like it was like a a reflection we had a reflection conversation slash like what's next and everything and we had it on this couch and when you said all this stuff and you were like and I'm here like man I'm just trying to you know help out I'm just trying to help out let me know how I can help you out blah 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 and you were like when I get this school I'm going to dedicate a section or whatever to you, I was like, you about to be working it too. I said, yo, in, in my mind, like I'm still here having the conversation, but I was just like, yo, what the fuck? Like, and I was listening, totally listening, understanding. But in the back of my head, I'm thinking of every single moment of our entire lives where like it was like I'm the big brother 
And not only am I like the big brother, but like I'm the person that you look up to. The same way where like Ben, who I got to get on the podcast, y'all might know him as Benny, gnarly Benny, Midwest kid Benny. Uh, the roomie. Yeah, the roomie. He going to hate me for saying that. <laughs> <laughs> but like the way that I looked at him and like the way that you looked at me and it was like, you never know who's watching and what you do and how it can impact people. And so there was times when I was doing music and everything after high school, college, and after college where, like, I was like, man, I in, in the back of my mind, I'm like, man, I got to go hard because there's all these other other people who are looking at me right there's all these other people who are like man i want to be like joey h man i seen joey h on stage and blah 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 in my mind i'm like thinking of other people and it's you right there Mm -hmm. and it's like you often i I don't want to say like because it's going to sound terrible it's like you on stage and there's like stage left and you see all the people here you see all the people in the front. You see everybody, or not even stage left, but just everybody in the front of the st- like the front of the house. And then there's somebody up top, and it's like that's somebody that can be impacting, impacted, and inspire. And that's where you were. And so I'm sitting up here like, fuck. This is like this flipped my whole shit on his head. Because, like, 2019, I'm in the process. I'm, like, I'm doing uh, the shows, Zoom to Your Passion, blah, blah, blah. And, like, now I'm about to quit my job in the fall and do music full time. And I remember. that came at you, you, that was 2019 you quit. 2019, end of 2019. I just moved to New York. Yeah. And so. I remember vividly, vividly, we had that conversation and unknown phrases, phrases, Mario sent me a beat pack. Like, I'm pretty sure it was either in a beat pack that I got um, Zoom and all that stuff from, but like he sent me a couple and I went back and I listened to him and I was like, oh, I got the inspiration for this song. Rose through the gravel on my own too. Have fertilizer, but hella aphids to grow through. This garden belly sing medallies, we a cold crew. Do the rise through doing the morning for the next crop of lies. The circle is cropped in size. Show me your team, I show you your future. Let's get this show on the road, these moments are crucial. Let's get established for all the people that's rooting. Don't let the castle get ruined. My roots show me my roots, and I'm destined. And I'm destined. Feeling like Westbrook. Energy contagious, 100 watts on my best foot. Taking my best step. How can I hold my hand? My brother see me as best bet. It's, it's crazy. It's like you say it like these Hoper boys going to change the world. These Hoper boys about to change the world. I mean that with every fiber yeah. of my body. And. I was like, man, it's 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 crazy 
And I made sure, like, when I ended the verse, I said, how can I hold my hand? Like, how can I not, like, you know, in, in gambling and cards and stuff, it's like holding your hand, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, how can I hold my hand and not, you know, put myself out there, not take these risks, not do everything that I need to do when you said I need you or I'm going to name a school after you. And in my mind, in my eyes, in 2019, I'm like, I ain't done shit yet. I've done some cool things, but, like, I ain't done shit yet. And so for it to be like a, for you to be like, I want to have a school, a, a section of a school named after you, I was like, that gave me, in that moment, because it had to be between, it had to be, I want to say it was probably around August. I'm wondering if it was when I came home. I was wondering when I came home for my wisdom. I got, I came, I moved to New York and then shortly came back like right after. I want to say it was either uh, end of August because that's when everybody's birthday is. Oh, yeah. Or earlier in the summer. But it was like around that time I was like, I need this extra I need a little extra motivation to be like what I'm doing at this time is is not necessarily nor is worthy is something that is like doable and something that is like not a man you just doing that rapping shit it's like no go go do that and it took me back to like, you know, you never know who's watching. And I was like, damn, all this time, like, the the inspiration was right here. And like, I've always been inspired from you, from performances, and like, I've I've seen so many of the different productions from, like, Oklahoma, which was what was that the first one? Oklahoma's been my very first show that I've ever f- done. The first show from seeing Oklahoma um, to seeing, and I'm going to blank on the names and the times, but like the whichever one, Maria, West Side Story. West Side Story. Catch Me If You Can was probably one of my favorites. That was senior year of high school. And then from that jump, when I saw all the stuff that you did in uh chagrin i was just like oh this is a different like this is a different level like this is where you belong this is what you need to do and then it was like you when you went to bw and it was like i I remember talking to people and i'm like nah man like it's this isn't some like this isn't some regular shit this like this is this is special and I don't know, I forget what the show is. Whichever one where you jump off the table and you like in the air real crazy is like Was that rapper? I think so. It was a cheerleading show? It might have been Back but like, Center? Huh? It was yeah. Bring It On. Bring it on. And there was that one and then like the one that was like really like Moved me to tears, wise. 
as like watching it and being like, bro, this is my fucking brother. Is the hunchback and what is that, Akron or Kenton? Kenton. Kenton. And I was like, nah, bro, it's like you see the leaps and you see the leaps and you see the leaps. And it was like when people ask him, like, yeah, man, he, he done everything way past what I've, what I've done. Like, it is special. And it was like so inspiring. And like, I've said it before, but I haven't like talked about it. Like, be like, oh, man, like, push. Like, I mean, when, we, when I did the show in New York, I was like, yeah, you know, I got to do push. Like, I'm in New York. I'm, you're here. Like, I got to do push. But it was like, this is, you inspired that whole entire song of perseverance, pushing through, talking about like, you know, I ain't going to say no names, but you don't got to speak on it. I will. There's some people in your life specifically at the BW time that was, you know, in some I, different positions. Can I th- I think this will th- and I they think gave you a hard time. And I hope I'm not pushing something to make something seem more ethereal than what it is. But it's taking what you had in that moment. When I tell you hunchback for me Hunchback for me was at a moment where I felt like, hey, this is the level I want to be producing. uh, This is the level I want to be on. But people are still thinking I'm here. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I remember right before Quasi, right before Hunchback, there were shows that I thought because I was senior, Mm -hmm. because I had things all worked out that. I was going to be in that show. Mm-hmm. It didn't work out that way. Yeah. And I was so butthurt at the world that quasi the character, everything came, it started to come so natural for me. Mm-hmm. So hearing you say that that was inspiring is because you never know. It goes back to what dad was saying. You never know what who's watching. Yeah. And it was like at that moment for me, I, Hunchback was one of my favorite theatrical experiences to this day. It was one of the most challenging tracks I've ever done. Mm-hmm. But um, I can remember, I remember the last, like leaving the stage for um after the show had ended and needing just about five minutes before I can go out to see the audience yeah to just decompress and I had people there like it, it was a wholesome experience because I would come off stage just bawling yeah because quasi story is crazy you it's crazy you told you ugly you deformed yeah. everything everything that you think is right about you is wrong mm-hmm And to face that on stage in front of people, that took me to a, de- a, a level of whoo. Yeah. So, um, 
your pain doesn't come at a cost. Cut that out. Your pain doesn't always come at a price. And I say that because your pain may be someone else's escape. Yeah. That's what theater is. Yeah. You tell the story because you never know what you're going through might impact somebody else. And they're like, wait, I didn't know I would go to the theater and experience this. Mm -hmm. But it happens. Yeah. And that's that's why I love theater so much is because I can use some days I walk through New York and then I have to go do an audition at night. And I'm just like, Leo, <laughs> you going to get what you got. Yeah. Yeah. But some of those are my best takes because it's you have seen me live my life. Yeah. And you have seen what I can give you. And this is it. And it's enough. That's what pe I think that's what artists don't get enough validation is your art is enough it's enough so i know for me with self-tapes i can be like all in my head about oh i didn't do that right gotta do record again gotta do it again but sometimes it's just enough yeah just being there is just enough yeah and and <laughs> like in the back of my head i'm just going back to just I know where I sat during that performance. There's the one picture that you have, which I need to get that framed. I don't know how, but I'm going to get that framed. But the one where you like, ah, like that yes. one. I need to get that one framed. And, like, I know exactly where I was and where I was sitting. Like, you could take me to that to that uh, theater. I'll know exactly where I sat. Mm-hmm. And then we go to, you know, Color Purple. And, I mean, I know that that's, like, a, a spot as far as just, like, you know, shit shut down and stuff. But, like. Thanks, COVID. Yeah. And, you know. But, like, to see you go from, like, everything was an elevation. Everything was a step above. Everything was just, like, a, like, no, nah, it's a new level. Like. Like, oh, what's David doing? Oh no, he's doing some crazy generational shit. Like this is this is <laughs> like <laughs> like going digital. <laughs> Go digital <laughs> and so seeing color purple and me and Ben came late. Or we came like in the in the like beginning of the first song. Act, the first song or whatever. I remember we get out the curtain, it's dark, and then we look up and like all we can see is the crowd. We can't see the stage yet. We see the crowd. And I look at Ben and I'm like, excuse me. I'm like, oh, shit. Like, like, yo, what the fuck is this? And I just like see just the, the, the crowd. And so it's just always been a steady incline of just trajectory stuff and I hope you know like everything you're doing the stuff that you're going through and whatever is just like it's it, I'm not gonna say everything is meant to be because I know that there's some stuff that's like you sometimes you get dealt a wrong hand 
And but you are doing incredible stuff. And like it just always everything just always brings me back to push because like there's times where you said like man this year on paper people on instagram or twitter or whatever can be like oh man you know shit is glorious shit is incredible blah 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 i remember end of 2019 quit my job going into 2020 and i remember i texted mine i said yeah i'm about to quit said I'm about to quit she's like call me said I'm calling I'm like you know like I'm I'm not producing like like I quit my job to do this and like I'm telling people like this is what I'm doing and people are like you quit your job to just be sitting in the house and painting and and like working on songs but the song's not out yet and it was like that's why when people used to ask early in like 2020 and and sometimes during 2020 like after open treehouse came out they were like what's your favorite song i'm like yeah i know rossi on the deck is cool i know extra sauce inside castle among the trees blah 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 it changes all the time but like one song that i love is push and it's because it like it just always full circle just brings it back. And I'm just like, man, like every time I see you perform, every time when it's going to New York to do a performance, every time when it's like, like, yeah, man, you know, I'm coming to New York. Oh, you got a place to stay, blah, blah, blah. We about to rock out. Instead of like our last time you were like, you coming to New York for how many days? We performing every single day. And and it's just like that whole thing of of being like push through perseverance and one thing that me and you have that like not many other people have is like we're walking through this this journey and it's like there's times where you're ahead, I'm behind. There's times I'm ahead, you're behind, <laughs> but it's always just like, you good? Yep, come, come on. on. Come on, stick with it. Stay with it. And and it's, it's beautiful, and it's, it's important. And I want to say I appreciate it, and I appreciate your impact on how you inspire me to not only make this song, but also just inspire me just daily. And I appreciate that. I taking compliments is always hard, <laughs> really hard. But I will say that hearing things like that truly mean a lot to me. And um, I remember a phone call we had a few, not a few weeks ago, about a few months ago at this point. But um. You're like, keep the main thing the main thing. Always. And, you know, I got off that call. I said, you know, I slept on myself. People sleeping on me. I'm not making the money I'm not wanting. I'm not performing the way I want. What's happening? I'm not getting, like, no no, no shade to teaching because teaching is great. 
I was like, all I'm doing is teaching, working at the CBD shop, catering, learning insurance, trying to change <laughs> my whole, yeah, uh, my whole, the whole thing was going to change. And you said, keep the main thing, the main thing. You know, it's like, what was the, the main thing for me always? I think since I got the bug yeah. of theater was theater. Yeah. And you saying that a few months ago lit the fire. And now look at me. I mean, like, sorry, I got a cough. <laughs> um, Not COVID. Talking too fast. <laughs> um, But with that being said, it was like, keep the main thing the main thing. I was like, all right, well, it's time to level up. Yeah. It, because we know where David was operating. But at this level, David's David's got to level up again. It's all about the evolution. You got to keep moving forward. Yeah. And I was like, okay, I'm about to submit to all these agencies. Yeah. Because at that point, I had just got dropped. I had just. I think this had to be around May. Yeah. Because I was about to take insurance to the next level. Um, cause y'all, if you live in New York, it's just dumb expensive. You walk <laughs> out the house and it's already a hundred dollars. You, you go to the train station, a hundred dollars just right there. Um, cause you don't spend a hundred dollars, yeah. whatever. It's expensive. And I was like, I need something that's more stable. Mm-hmm. Blah, blah, blah. This entertainment industry is making me mad. I can't do it. Keep the main thing, the main thing. And from that, I got, and this is and this is the crazy faith about it too, is because I think that conversation that you had with me was probably about two or three weeks prior to me getting my manager. Mm-hmm. And then what what happened with that is I was just like on a whim, saw something. Send submitted my information. Yeah, and that day, I got the an email back mm-hmm. after all these agents, managers I've been reaching out didn't give me anything. That lady then further was like, "All right, this is how we're gonna do to build your career because you are talented. You are worthy of having this career that you're supposed to have." Yeah. Um, and I'm like, "Let's go." Yeah. So like, got me got things going again believed that I was not supposed to just be no mm, how do I put this you don't have to <laughs> yo I don't want you to uh <laughs> oh all right without being pg about it it was like she was like no you you're talented yeah you need to be you are supposed to be working here not yeah. here yeah and that's two different levels all here right. is being at the top here yeah. a little lower and i think i was work not necessarily working at the here but i wasn't doing what i was feeling to be as fulfilling in mm-hmm. my career yeah and she was like no it's time to take that to the next level next level got me working with the, one thing came to another got my agent and like Going into twenty twenty three, 
Bro, you can't tell me anything. Yeah. Got how many teaching jobs I got? I'm like I'm so happy to go back to New York. Yeah. After Christmas, cause I'm like, I got teaching lined up. I got auditions that I feel like, hey, this is stuff I'm. I feel like I'm actually right for. Yeah. Like, oh, this is a TV gig. Yeah. Oh. And we're auditioning for CBS today. Great. Oh. And that that's like where I remember in when we came out there in March. We came out there in March. Well, we came out there last uh what, October, November? That was prior to Lion King. Yeah. We came out there and I remember you had the board and you put oh well, no no no. That no, because that was in the old apartment. Mm-hmm. So then when we went to the new one in March of this year, for when I came for the H Madness tour and stuff, I remember you had your board up and you had all the different things, blah, 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 on the board. And I was like, nah. Be great. I said, fuck, fuck all the things on here. Be great. Just be great. And then came back in June, came to that same board. It was erased. <laughs> but I was like, you know what? I'm going to rewrite it at the top. Be great. And then we came back. What? This was. Uh, you came back in. I, November. I, uh, November, yep. Yeah. And I was like, all this stuff is cool on here. Uh, probably the same stuff. Cause oh, it's been, yeah. <laughs> it was probably the same. Yeah, I want to do insurance. I want to teach, blah, blah, blah. Mm. I need to do this. I was like, nah, but, all that stuff is cool, but be great and be great at what you do and continue to keep it up because, like, you never know where this stuff is going to take us and, and what our journey is. And, again, it's just, like, it's so special just to see, like, it happened. Ha- it happened. And we gonna wrap this up because like it's getting long, but we gonna do this again. And this There's is special. A part two. This is there needs to be a part two. There also needs to be a camera crew. Once we get the bu- budget, once we get the what budget, did we talk about the other day? <laughs> we, we need a the, budget for Open Treehouse Deluxe. It's going crazy, but uh, like I just want to talk about for you with the new manager with the new agency, with this rebrand, or not necessarily rebrand, but, like, you know, you had the whole Chris Jericho, the H, the H2, uh, Y2J, and everything. Like, what is next? What are you most excited about? And And what can people expect? Sorry, I put you on the spot. Whoa. What's next? Uh, lots of teaching. Mm-hmm. I'm like, teaching, audition. That's my, those are the two things I'm going for. Um, because if I'm not making myself better in my career field, I want to be raising up the next generation in my career field. Yeah. Um. So those are the two things I'm like, when I get back to New York, hit the ground running. Those are the things I got going. But um, I'm really into manifesting. 
Mm-hmm. You know this. Yeah. Um. I. Th- there's still remnants of my manifestation of Lion King in this house. Yeah. From twenty. Ten. Twenty ten. Yeah. It might be earlier than that. Earlier than that? Yeah. Um, it's so crazy. I go in the basement sometimes. I'm like, whoa, I have this paper where I'm like, Lion King. Yeah. Lion King. You sent me videos of, oh, I want to be a Lion King. And I did it. Yeah. And like, now I have to find the. I did Lion King on Broadway. Congratulations, David. You mm-hmm. did it. But also, I need to n- realize that I did Lion King on Broadway. Yeah. There's, for me, I was taking my experience and saying I did Lion King on Broadway. Mm-hmm. When I now need to look at it as, I did Lion King on Broadway. Yeah. The sky is my limit. Yeah. So, like, I'm manifesting... Anybody listening to this? <laughs> um, put me in Marvel, DC. I'm a superhero. Just know that. Yeah. Um. So like, I know things moving forward. I know things that I want to do mm-hmm. in my career, and I'm hoping that those things take off. Lots of TV and film. Hopefully, be back on Broadway soon. Um. Or touring the country in some show, doing something. Yeah. But. Those are some things I hope I can expect. Yeah. Uh, what was the last question? And uh, I, that was it, man. Okay. That was it. I and, and I know that like it's a lot of hopes and it's a lot of, but for me, it's it's stuff that I know that you're going you're gonna do. I know you're gonna accomplish. Like when we had conversations. Uh, years ago, and I was like, "Would you ever be interested in doing TV and film?" You were like, "Nah, I'm trying to be on stage." And mm-hmm. I was like, "Yeah, one percent." And it's like, again, it goes back to just the different themes of like, you never know where this life and what we do will lead you. And it's it's just awesome to see like, you know, working and doing the good fight and doing. It's a good fight, right? Yeah. Yeah, the good fight and and teaching and, you know, being a blessing to these these kids. And, and they get to go and see somebody, like, because I think I told you, like, my st- students, when I, I showed them your video that you sent me, because um, I was like, yeah, I'm going to show y'all somebody who's actively working in Broadway who happens to be my brother. You sent probably, like, an eight-minute video, and... Uh, and I was basically just trying to tell him to dream big. And, and like, that video helped out where they were like, oh, my God, like, your brother, your brother is cooler than you. <laughs> and just, I wish. And, and, like, all that stuff. And um, I just know that you are, you are an example. Like, you are the epitome of just working hard going after it um persevering and and just and just being that dude man being that dude and 
it is a pleasure and honor to be your big brother, even though I'm shorter. We're not going to talk about that. But <laughs> it's, and it's not the locks, too. It's yeah. not the locks. I got some inches on Joseph. <laughs> I got full inches <laughs> on him and Ben. <laughs> I'm taller. It's, but uh, it is uh, It's an honor. It's a pleasure. I love you. And um, we first off, we got to do this again. Absolutely. Um, and and yeah, I'm proud of you. So we gonna drink the rest of this this Jim Beam. And uh, cheers to you. Cheers to success. Cheers to everything that is coming to us. Um, because it is. Yes. Can I say one thing to the people? Yeah. Make sure you continue to dream big. Mm-hmm. If that dream ever gets small, keep dreaming bigger. Keep dreaming bigger. And the other thing, keep pouring into other people as much as you can. Respect for mental health. But pour into p- other people. Empower people. Because that will all come back. I believe in karma. It comes back. Comes back. You never know when it will come back. But putting good out into this world is especially what we need right now. So like, yo, just like spread positivity. And love your neighbor. Do good. And when you do good, you make your team do good. So (laughs) do good. (laughs) Yeah. Where can they find you on Instagram and Twitter and uh, all the other social medias if you use that? Or all right. So on, on Instagram, I'm pr- primarily on Instagram. So you can find me underscore David Holbert. Um, I don't spell it A-I-C-H. <laughs> I spell it H-O-L-B-E-R-T. Um. Not many people get that, but um, that is my Instagram. I am all that's also the same for Twitter. And then you can find me on Facebook at David Holbert. There's a page there. You can follow me. Yeah, get ready because we about to go off. 2023 is the year going digital, digital. (laughs) Look, you know, Logan Paul said Triple H. Put me in a ring with John Cena. I bet you you're going to break the the internet again. Yeah. And that's what I'm telling people now. Put me in the ring. Put you in the ring. You're about give to me, break the internet. Get me on the field. Get me in the ring. Let's get it. Cheers. Cheers, brother. Love, Love you. you. This concludes No Extra Sauce Podcast, Joey H. Um, thank you guys for listening. Be well. Happy holidays. And again, Always love, always inspire. Know that when you wake up, you got superpowers. Love y'all. Peace. I don't need no extra sauce on my wings. Got enough for my play. Ain't got enough time to waste. I don't need, need, need no, no extra sauce on my